0: welcome to the bill bradley collective where we are returning to our theme of women in sports Uh, that's our seasons that ties our season together um it is a beautiful friday evening here Uh, how you doing zach doing well it's a beautiful night it really is how you doing andrew great
1: i echo those sentiments beautiful weather this is it
0: but we do not have a beautiful story to tell uh this is not exactly ripped from today's headlines. It's, it happened 32 years ago, but it seems to be happening all the time anyway, and that is the case uh, of Lisa Olson and the New England Patriots. So, Andrew, why don't you uh, give us the background on this?
1: Well, prior to this starting this season, when we were brainstorming like potential topics and ideas, I had recalled, you know, this, the story of Lisa Olson, and obviously. When I'm given a chance to kind of shit on the New England Patriots, I'm going <laughs> to shoot that shot every time. Um, on sight. And also, you know, and we're going to do that. But we're also going to kind of, uh, yeah, Lisa Olsen is our is our topic today. Um, let's start, you know, her beginnings. She's from, from Arizona originally. Uh, grows up a big sports fan. She has an early interest in journalism. She's the, the sports editor, a female sports editor at her, at her high school's newspaper.
2: Um, yeah. One thing she did as a kid was she wrote newsletters about she, neighborhood sports she that was, was happening,
1: involved, and she was doing the work from a young age. You know, and which is you know really really cool as somebody that kind of. I was also the sports editor of the Lancelot of Waterford High School once upon a time. So me and Lisa Olsen have that in common. She ends up attending uh, Northern Arizona University where she majors in journalism. After graduation, though, she finds herself uh, back. She's on the East Coast. And she kind of, uh, in a way, like storms the offices of both uh, the Boston Globe and the Boston Herald in the late 80s. And uh, just kind of is like, hey, you know, I'm a grad student, journalism grad, and, and I'm looking for a job. I love sports. I can do this, can do that. Um, the Globe, which is kind of the higher profile of the two papers in Boston, and both have a huge, at the time, and this is all pre-internet, obviously, Like, but newspapers are... A really huge business in the late 80s, early nineties still.
2: Yep. Oh, I remember I remember growing up, we'd get the Boston Globe in Connecticut. We don't anymore. In the Herald. Yeah, too, you'd see it at any Cumberland Farms or whatever. Yeah, yeah so it would always be the Boston Globe.
1: The Globe turns her down, but the Boston Herald, which at least in that part, is also kind of a, a, a paper of some uh you know repute, if you will. And they ended up they ended up hiring her. And within a couple of years, I mean, she's she's covering big events and she's by nineteen ninety She's assigned like the New England Patriots beat, which, yeah. again, the NFL at the time is like five years removed from finally letting. And it's not until the late 70s, early 80s, where women in the locker room, which is going to be a big topic today, becomes even a thing. And, and it's in 85 where the NFL finally starts granting locker room access to female and, journalists, well, because think, they're, however, they're, however, however, begrudgingly because, they're, I, because they're being sued.
2: Exactly, and I think it's also important. She was only twenty-four, <coughs> in or fresh 20, out of. She was twenty. She was twenty-four when she started covering the Bruins. She was twenty-six right. when she Bruins started too. covering uh, the Patriots. Yeah, so she was a young woman starting her career in broadcast journalism, yep. and pre- crushing journalism, her career right? in broadcast crushing, yeah. and working her way up
1: the ladder uh, in a, in a fast way. Um, it's you know early in her tenure as uh, on this Patriots beat. And I think it's September of nineteen ninety. It's early in. It's early in the season. Am, am I wrong in that? Yeah, it's early in the season. She's in the locker room after a practice, and there's some. I, I there's a, you know, it's reported that there's some rumblings from. Oh yeah, please. Well, one quick no. thing is
2: she offered to interview um one of the players, and she was like, "Hey, I'll interview you in the press room," and he said, "No, interview me in the locker room."
0: Right, because he he was injured and he was getting the um, ice bath, and he said, "Now you're gonna have to do it in here." She was not someone who regularly went into the locker room. Right, she found it a little awkward and and understandable. And, and, and you know, you, you can do the job from the press room, and you can do the job. But but she did go in because it's the only way she was working on this article for quite a while, and it was the only way she could get to talk to this guy, who is not really a figure in the case. He seems to have. I mean he he ended up he ends up giving testimony or, or agreeing that these things happened. Yeah.
1: So the date, and I get the so this is September seventeenth, nineteen ninety. So we're what, like we're two weeks into the NFL season. <laughs> yep. And again, on and and this is kind of the incident um, that I alluded to at the top, where she's in the locker room, and Jesus, some of the, some of these details are just kind of like tough to read. I'm gonna power through it. Um, some of the players go to front to go to the front office, and they complain essentially that Olsen is in the locker room. But she's not really interviewing anybody. She's kind of just standing around. She's they said she was a looker. A, a, a looker. Was that what they said? A looker? A looker. She was a looker. A looker. Which I guess in some ways means that she's attractive. Isn't a look didn't you just think a no, looker. Well, yeah, but I think it meant look- she's she's a voyeur. She's a voyeur. Exactly. Right. She's not um a patriot for an office head said, you know he observes her and is like, No, she's talking to uh was it uh, Pat Sullivan is the team's general manager. Right. And he uh, she's interviewing one Maurice Hurst. Do you have any right. recollection of Maurice Hurst's career? No, I, I no. do not. I don't either. I do not. Remember. Patriots are really bad in the early '90s, were they not?
0: Yeah, they were. They were bad. Bad. Pretty shit. Not, not
2: a lot of sellout fans talking shit to uh, no. Jets fans in the early
0: early '90s. Early, early 90s is, when, when does
1: Blountell comes in in '94? And, th- and, he, and he's there because they have the number one
2: pick, right? Right.
0: Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. I so I mean, this is the end of the Grogan era or something. I don't know. What, no, it's Grogan's before that, but it's it's that team's bad. Halcyon times for yeah. the Patriot haters amongst
1: us, <laughs> Zach. Looking at you, brother. Anyway, on a more serious note. So, General Manager Pat Sullivan observes Olsen, and she, she's acting in a very professional manner, in his estimation. That does not stop um, several of the players. Three most notable. Uh, one, Zeke Moat. One, Robert Perryman. And one, Michael Timpson, who um, t- essentially taunt Olsen by walking, flaunting their nudity, flaunting their, their genitalia in her presence in a very sort of...
2: And, like, groping their exaggerated. genitals. Exaggerated. Yes. um uh, Moad
1: actually
0: offers it to her and says, do you want yeah. a bite? Uh, it's it's
1: horrifying.
2: Yeah, they make, they're they making, like, crude sex jokes naked, like rubbing their genitals, making crude...
1: Olson herself refers to it as, quote, mind rape, just a horrific look. And um and I'll let you all... I will pass this over to you. The lack of any kind of real substantive reaction punishment from either the Patriots themselves, and, and we're getting into the owner who just kind of doubles down on this behavior, but the league too. Just, I mean, this is our lifetime. Like, this is, you know, me and Zach are on this earth here. And this essentially just goes unpunished. Let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah,
2: they, they got, the, the players get, what is it? Uh, one of them gets a $12,500 fine. Two of them get a $5,000 fine. And the owner gets a, the team Gets a $50,000 fine. $25,000, which,
0: 20, $25, 000, which was, was supposed to go to sensitivity training within mm-hmm. the organization. So, I mean, really, it's a $25,000 yeah, fine. It, it,
2: which is nothing for a billion dollar organization. Right. Even, you know,
0: even then. It's like, us
2: spending, it's like us spending two bucks on right, a couple of
0: bucks. Even coffee. then, it was a, each team made $55 million from television rights. So you're talking about, I mean,
2: it's like it's, a, not, it's not
0: even a drop in the bucket.
2: It's it's an angstrom in the bucket. It's like one tenth of one percent of like the revenues they get from television. Right. Do we want to talk about? Do we want to get into the uh, the owners' comments? Well, oh, well for sure. first of all,
0: <laughs> Kiyum, the, the owners, Victor Kiyum, who owns, Schick, and um, the former yeah. Remington. Right. The former yes. Remington. <laughs> yes. Actually, I think they combined. I think Remington. Schick, oh, yeah, okay. Schick, Schick existed and Remington existed, and they. In the way capitalism works, yeah. they combined and so to get rid of all competition. And so nothing's done until the Boston Globe writes a story about it because their reporter is hearing about it and, and then Victor and then only then did Victor Kayam take out an apology in the paper, a half page ad, but it's 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 obviously A, it's obviously not remotely enough and too
2: late. And B, then Khayyam spends every other moment undoing the apology. And also, like, she, when this originally happened, she told her editors at the Boston Herald, and they said, we're going to have a private conversation with Patriots management. And then the Globe broke the story <coughs> three Correct. days later. Correct. Um, Which makes me think, like, Lisa Olsen... Was uh, unhappy with the way the Boston Herald was handling this,
0: right? Al- although they, I mean, they would have been their reporters would have been around too. I mean, it had to yeah, have been. It, yeah, it, I mean, she she left the she left the locker room crying. But Victor Kiam said publicly, "When you're an intruder, you don't get to decide how the people you're intruding upon act." Because he defined her as an intruder because she was a woman
2: in the locker room, she had no business being there. Although she has the constitutional right to be there, um, and and he also said the only similarities between Lisa Olson and Iraqis is that they understand what a Patriot missile looks like. Yep. Or they, yeah, there they, was they, that. They've both
1: seen Patriot missiles up close,
0: right? And then he he um,
2: he referred to her. <laughs> which as, by the way, Patriot missiles. He's referring to their dicks.
0: Yes, yeah. he did this. Thanks. And and this will be shocking during a Republican fundraiser in Connecticut. And he, then he um, a man a male only
1: a men's only. Uh, fundraiser right.
0: yes. which got laughed. <laughs> oh, oh sure. yeah the line got laughed. oh sure of course. It, oh, of course. the
1: room reacted uh yeah the way expect, you would expect exactly. yeah.
0: the, the exact way you would have expected that group of, of people to react um
2: he also referred to her as a classic bitch yep um <laughs> so kaya which, no, which by the way he he then corrects and goes well i was referring to her as a classy bitch oh. which is not <laughs> yeah. much better no, the, the, the I save the I classy saved. classic was not the problem with the statement. Oh. But he he didn't
0: double down on it; he quadrupled down on it. The NFL takes no action for thirty days, sixty days, something the only like time. This oh is way. Paul Tagliabue. This isn't you know fucking Raj. This isn't Raj. No. Well, Tagliabue was bad. The only reason we remember him fondly is he wasn't Raj. He wasn't Raj. Yeah.
2: But <laughs> and, and 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 meanwhile, while all this is going on, she's receiving death threats. Yeah. from the Boston sports faithful, which I know, I know Philly gets a rap <laughs> for having bad sports fans, but man, Boston's ba- Boston. got it. Boston's got to be close. Boston's
0: can be rough, and not only that, she she's she has obscene words carved into her car. She gets her tires slashed regularly when she's covering the Celtics. Late, um, because she covered the Celtics also. There are vendors outside selling sex dolls with red hair. And uh, and it just says well, you know bring Lisa home, so they're selling they're selling yeah inflatable sex dolls with Lisa Olson's names on them, dressed up to look like her, which then people bring into the stadium. I I mean a-
2: after, it was after the Revolutionary War. Boston has really served no purpose other than being <laughs> awful. Like they did wow. one good thing and
1: well, then, welcome and welcome they and they this. just
2: I love the city, they but elected, the people there are terrible. They elected Michelle Wu. <laughs> they elected Michelle Wu, and they elected uh, a. Uh, right. Secretary of the Department of Labor. Oh, well, uh, um, Mar- uh, uh, Marty... Mar- Marty Walsh. Marty Walsh. Marty Walsh. Marty Walsh.
0: Yeah. I'm an alcoholic. I admit it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, but the only people who still behind me <laughs> were my union. She ends up leaving the country.
2: She goes to Australia. She goes to Australia. So where she, she gets
1: assigned to Australia. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's News Corp,
2: right? That yeah, owns the- the- and- she gets assigned oh. to Australia because they basically say, like, you can't do your job anymore in Amer- in Boston. So they sent it for no us. fault of your own. Do no fault yeah. of her own. Do, a woman got harassed sexually, and the response of the establishment of all types was, well, just simply send her away. And not,
1: think about that—literally sent to the other side of the world right. for, it, the, for, for the treatment that she received in response to what? Doing getting what her getting harassed. Right. Meanwhile, <laughs> like,
0: meanwhile, Zeke Moat never misses a game. Robert Perryman never misses a game. Timson. Timson never misses a game. That uh, Victor Kayam is not suspended. That the NFL takes no actions except the most perfunctory fine imaginable. No actions against the team or the players. But she has to leave the hemisphere. She has to leave both hemispheres. She has Upro- to... Uproot your life. <laughs> right. She has to leave the western hemisphere and the northern hemisphere. She has to go to the last quadrant. But not only that, when she files a lawsuit Against the league, the players, and the Patriots, she is not supported by her paper. They do not join in the lawsuit. That they abandon her, absolutely and completely. That she's on her own here, and what that does is it really informs women going forward about how they can handle these situations.
2: It, we 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 talked about the last week like the Schefterism of sports journalism, where like it's all about access. Like, the Boston Herald, they don't want to lose access to the New England Patriots locker room because that's where all the interviews are. That's where they get to talk to players. That's where their competition is. So instead of siding with a woman who was sexually harassed and not directly assaulted, but certainly questionably assaulted by the fact that these men were making, were basically jacking off in her direction, uh, like, it, 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 it shows just, like, Things have not gotten better. In 2022, I'm not sure a paper would have stood behind her. Right, right.
0: Andrea Kramer said uh, in an interview with the Denver Rocky Mountain News, which undeniably, undoubtedly was written by Lindsay Jones because that's where she worked, and uh, Lindsay Jones has talked a lot about the still the how difficult it is to navigate being a woman in the NFL, uh, working in, you know working uh, in the press in the NFL. But Kramer said. I don't think it helped women. And she continues, I would never second guess anything she did. I haven't stood in their shoes. My instinct is you try to diffuse everything with humor, but there is nothing humorous about this. And then Mike Selznick uh, of the rector added, the people who run the NFL must have felt this was an acceptable solution because they had nothing to change it. The women, knowing what happened to Olsen, cringe and suffer in silence rather than lose access in their jobs. And that's really... Unfortunately, now Olsen's back in this country. She writes for The Athletic. I believe. That's the same.
2: Yeah, she writes for yeah, it The Athletic. She
0: writes for The Athletic. and Because I, I looked that up. But she had to suffer all of this. And the lesson of it, it's like Rosa Parks in reverse. It's like, you're the first one to do this, and what everyone learned from it is, oh, don't do that. Don't, don't make a, like, when you are sexually harassed, when you are basically assaulted, don't say anything because you're going to lose your job because the the people ahead of the people on your side are men and the people on their side are men and the NFL does not accept bad press no matter how much they deserve it
1: this is and I apologize for kind of stumbling over that that she works at the athletic because I forget that this happens I mean she is three years removed from her college graduation this is she's in the infancy the of her of her journalistic career she, when this happens, she's younger than I am, and she still pursues it. And, and pre- prior to she thought, now, she was at uh, the New York Daily News was her first gig when she came back from Australia right. for years and years as, as a columnist. Um, I think she was at the Sporting News. You know, pretty fucking courageous to me to like to, to, to handle that kind of situation at that kind of point in your in your life when you still have time to like kind of. It's, can I do this? Is this something I want to be part of? And she says, you know what, I'm not going to let these bastards fucking get me
2: down. And, like, and, you and know, it's also, this is not persist. something like she has made her career talking about. Like, she's almost avoided talking about this.
1: She refuses to be a part yeah. of, a, of an ESPN of 30 an ESPN for 30. 30 she for 30, doesn't take yeah. part in it. Um, about, I think that the title of it is, um, like, put your towel on or something. It's just the history of, you know, women journalists in the locker room. And I I, I imagine she's, at, in some, in some regard, still kind of traumatized by it. And, yeah, Jesus. So we were ta- we were talking <laughs> about. I mean, this
0: was the first big incident that everybody heard of, and there have been dozens more that I'm sure if we spent an hour researching, we'd find their names. Uh, and they were they were not this bad, but it was. There was still a lot of inappropriate comments. We we saw we'd been talking shit on the Patriots. Uh, Broadway Joe Namath,
2: yeah, on um, on national television,
0: right? uh, You know the uh, who's still celebrated, even though he threw more interceptions and touchdowns
2: um, in his career. Namath, I mean, you were you were watching that? I was watching the game. It was was
1: Sunday Night Football. It was it was
2: Joe. Like I'm always excited to see Joe Namath because it's like, hey, he's our guy. They, you know, they, he's he's he guaranteed the win. And he's your happen-
1: he, drunken uncle. Yeah. <laughs> and that night they retired I don't think it was his number, but somebody's it was a big celebration of some yeah. of his great jet. And he was there and they're all partying and and he, he, oh, he's in this
2: big fur coat doing li- a sideline He's uh, liquored up. Uh, liquored up. <laughs> he's he's clearly very drunk. Um, with Susie Cober, and Susie Cobra's trying to talk to him about the ceremony and what's going on, and he leans in and goes, I want to kiss you. Yeah, I want to kiss you on the mouth. And just keeps trying to, like, hit on
0: her. It's incredibly uncomfortable it's, to watch. It's
2: so – it's just – it's like being at a bar when your buddy's had too many and he goes up to a girl and tries hitting on her. Uh, to you, are like, I just want you uh, to stop. It, it, it's, like, <laughs> you just got to stop doing this. It's worse than that. It's It's when, like, two 24-year-olds
0: sit down, like they're, they're in college or something, and they sit down, and then a guy my age walks over – And starts hitting on them. And it's like, dude, like, this is so, like, uncomfortable. Just have a little dignity. Like, just never, even if
2: you can't get to respect them as human beings, can you respect yourself as a human being? I mean, this happened, and this was also a story that was not, like, big. It was news for, what, like a day?
1: The clip kind of lives on in infamy, but as far as, like, being a a news story Well, Surviving Suzy
2: Cobra was a website. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll Fire Joe Morgan and those other um, wait, wait surviving
2: surviving Susie, Susie
1: Cooper. What, yeah. what was the website about? It was kind of like a it was dead it was kind of deadspin like in a, a way. Jet, it's like a Jet
2: blog. A Jet oh. blog,
1: but with like that sort of yeah. um you know a a, so, a social slant kind of. Not a social not like a political slant. It was slant, not the like best a, website in the
2: world. It was yeah. not.
1: No. I mean but we think about you know
2: Harold like a Re- bad, yeah. Harold Reynolds gets Far-star fired jets. from
0: ESPN for um multiple sexual harassment Steve Who is the was uh,
2: the, the old guy that sent um all those texts he was old gray-haired man he Steve, also Steve Phillips was Phillips. Steve Phillips. the Steve Phillips ESPN baseball yeah
1: yep. Steve um
0: <laughs> baseball's a slow game but it's still like no excuse if you ever read the book uh the, these guys have all the fun Mike Tarico repeatedly repeatedly had sexual harassment issues with the very few women who were in uh, ESPN at the time, and I mean- He's suffered a huge price. He does Sunday night football or Monday night football. Like he they've nothing's ever happened Mike to Mike Tirico.
1: Mike Tirico's celebrity has only gotten larger <laughs> as the years have gone by. Whether it was at ESPN uh-huh. or his move to NBC, he's only gotten more prolific and does, more influential. He, he does
2: Olympics coverage.
1: He's that and he's he's Al Michaels' heir apparent to do the Sunday night football gig full time, play by play. I mean that's right, a I mean, big
0: job. No, I mean I'm not saying that I mean th- these oh. are stories from the early 80s to be fair or, or mid
1: 80s. Oh. But but they had, but no, they had, but, they had no, like no effect on his like just up, rise well, up the ranks, which is shocking because right. those stories are the,
0: this whole bad. thing about cancel culture. <laughs> cancel culture exists for one person and one person only. Colin Kaepernick was canceled. The yeah. NFL gives more of a shit about black people standing up for their rights than it does anything else. Literally anything else. Sam Darnold's going to start this year, and Colin Kaepernick mm. is not. He's going to <clears> start this <throat> year. We'll <laughs> unless see. they draft a QB.
2: But it really is, you know, you you look at all the stories that we've heard of, like other female journalists, and it's kind of all born out of the Lisa Olsen story where there were no consequences for anyone. So, of course, athletes who are not perfect, management who is far from perfect, and the sports media didn't really see a need to ever address any of these issues, to ever really bring any of these powerful men. I mean, these are powerful men that are doing this to bring any of them to have any bit of accountability. Because you've got usually older men
0: in positions of power, both not only in the league, but in the media companies who feel that, you know, Hey, these women are intruding on our job. We should go back to the way it used to be. And it, right now
2: only men should get to see uh, other men naked and locked <laughs> right right hands.
0: right now currently we are still investigating the washington football team now the commanders the commies the, um <laughs> with a culture of sexual harassment misogyny and racism that the uh that was even looked at b- but in congress Dan Snyder, from the sounds of it, practically raped a woman against the side of his limousine until his lawyer says, Dan, you're making a big mistake. We need to go right now. Melanie Colburn, a former cheerleader and marketing executive for the company, stated, uh, who started with the team when she was 19, said that working for the commander, she had to leave because it made her feel anxious and unsafe. And she recounted how the cheerleaders used to have to come out and Dan Snyder and his friends would sit there with binoculars on them and then they would turn around. He would, they would have to turn around slowly so they could look at him from every angle. And then they'd discuss them and then move on. Um, which is fucking gross. Um, yeah, yeah. Dan I, Snyder, not suspended. I w- oh. Dan, Dan Snyder, not asked to well, he's, sell. Well, his
2: wife, his wife he's, he's suspended, but his wife is now the executive director of the team, which is like. But he was not asked to sell the team a la Donald Sterling. He no. was not asked he was not forced out. They just they gave him a new name and a new stadium.
1: As much as I'd love to sit here and, and say that it's strictly upper management ownership, I mean, we all heard what Cam Newton had to say about his thoughts on just women in general last yes. week. This is a
2: man that's like my, I, I mine and that.
1: Zach's age. Um,
2: what, I missed that. What did he
1: say? Um,
0: he said <laughs> it had to do uh, – the, the quote was something about um, your job is to support the man. If you can't cook, keep your mouth shut. Uh, we could get the exact quote. You have
1: to fill his, okay. fulfill certain needs here. if you're a woman.
0: Here. Okay, here here's where it is. And by the way, he spoke to a friendly audience because it's on a Barstool Sports podcast. Um, <laughs> what and podcast? It's, shocker. It's the Barstool Sports Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. Dollars with a Z. Um, That's pretty hip. Yeah, it's pretty hip. That's pretty cool. Barst- goddamn Barstool. Here's Cam Newton's comment. Now, a woman for me is handling your own but knowing how to cater to a man's needs, right? And I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of I'm a boss bitch, I'm a this, I'm a that, no, baby, you can't cook. Ugh. You don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead.
2: Those aren't great.
0: Um,
1: so this, this is the MVP of the league from like five years right. ago.
0: This And this shit. man could say this and it'll be fine. If you mention that the police should not kill black, unarmed black people, no, we don't have a place for you in this league. But let's go back to the red, uh, the Washington football team, the commanders. Commanders.
2: That's such a stupid name. Which we should all refer to as the commies. Yes, or the commandos. Um,
0: so, there are 109,000 team documents collected in the case. The league wrote that the vendor... Could not turn over the documents that they took from the league, from the team, because of its concerns. This is a quote because of its concern that it could be sued by the team or its owners. And it says that NFL promptly directed the team to provide the consent to the vendors, but the team repeatedly has refused to do so. The league said later, they're throwing the, the league's throwing the team under the bus here um, because they could clearly
2: demand it. Like they could demand it or sell. Like those are your options, um, and it's yeah, sim- like we, there's a precedent for an owner being pushed out. We've seen it happen. Right. Um, it's, just, it's right. We've seen it a couple of times. All just documents of them doing not business in strip clubs. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. That's well, that's it's it's just it's it's hundreds of documents of them. It's hundreds of thousands of documents of them harassing women.
0: And it said, as a com- and, and racism, because these documents include the Gruden, the Gruden emails. The Gruden emails. And he says, as the committee also knows, the team has insisted that it will only authorize the vendor to release the documents to the team, that the team's counsel can review the documents for privilege first, before deciding unilaterally which documents it will provide the NFL for production to the committee. Well, boy, that's helpful. Show me the uh, – let's see what evidence you have, and I'll tell you which evidence you can look at. No, you don't get to see the gun. No, you don't get to see the dead body. No, you don't get to see my fingerprints on the gun. But I can show you a picture in the living room. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And, of course, their argument is, well, teams can get a competitive advantage because we talk a lot about strategy and things, as though anyone's paying attention to what the Washington football team is Evan, doing on the field. Heaven <laughs> forbid
2: a team goes 6-11. and 11. As opposed to six and eleven, what did they go last year? Five and twelve, something like that. Just
1: yep. they've been terrible for twenty years, right. man. Like, for but like, I 25 mean, the yeah, NFL N- has not. <laughs> since, but, Joe, but, G- so, since Joe Gibbs' first run. They've been fucking now, terrible. Now, now where, why are we <laughs> protecting this? Where this we're going to
0: see the NFL get cranky is that recently came out that the Washington Football Team was not providing the right amount of money to the other team owners. They're cooking their books, well. right. They're doing. cooking the books. Now he'll be out of the league because it's gonna because the owners are going to look in their pocket and say, wait a second, I know I'm worth $6.2 billion, but I should
2: have another $80,000 from my game. But how many times do we see this with powerful men who get in trouble? Is they abuse women, abuse women, abuse women, and then they commit a financial crime, and that's when the government strikes. So right. The saddest commentary. The most you, depressing you, commentary. Oh, you, you committed a financial crime? Oh, we're you hurt capitalism? Now we're gonna now get you're you. Gonna get rigged. Now yeah. we're gonna get you. Abuse women all you want, but hurt a bank, you're out of the league. Affect our bottom line by even like a two penny.
1: zeros. A zero, a penny. By a right. penny. It's like now you're in trouble. Now you're now all in you're in trouble. Trouble. Uh, so
0: Roger Goodell said, I do not see any way that a team can do its own investigation of itself. That's something we would do we would do it with an outside expert that would be able to help us come to the conclusion of what the facts were and what really truly happened so that we can make the right decisions from here. But Roger Goodell basically runs the NCAA. I can only handle shit that doesn't matter, but if it's important, it's way outside of my pay grade, even though I make $45 million a year, I'm not taking on any owner for any reason. And the difference between that and the Adam Silver reaction was incredible. Like, that's... But... Would Adam Silver have reacted the same way if it was about misogyny in that
1: race? Well, and that's on the Robert Sarver situation in Phoenix right now. Let's—that might be kind of a telling thing about Silver's legacy—is what, what becomes of the Sarver investigation um, and how they, you know,
2: choose to handle that. Yeah. It, Very curious. And the toughest in Lisa Olson is it just shows how little has changed, how little the culture has changed.
0: Well, look at look at what happened just a few weeks ago with the Cleveland Browns who bragged that they had the most females working in their organization who talk about being the most diverse and progressive organization in sports bring in Deshaun Watson
2: credibly accused by 23
0: 23 women there was an there was an investigation which said there was not enough evidence to prosecute which is way different from saying there's there's no evidence
2: and well not enough not enough evidence to prosecute in a criminal court Right, Enough evidence to prosecute in a civil court. Right, because these, these lawsuits are moving forward. In their
0: background, and, and the, the uh, Brown said we did do our due diligence in looking at the background of this player, their due diligence did not include talking to the lawyer for any of the 23 women, talking to any of the 23 women, or talking to the women who worked there who might be made uncomfortable to have a serial rapist working for them, allegedly... And yet, oh no, we did our due diligence, and several women have left the Cleveland Browns because, uh, because why wouldn't you? Like, why? How, would, how, does, how does that, how do you feel comfortable in an organization where it says, yeah, he's raping women, but it, he's
1: just better than Baker Mayfield? What Cleveland did in how they structured Watson's salary tells you everything you need to know. Yep. In that... This first season where he's likely
2: to be suspended. He gets, who paid, knows, he gets four, paid a million. Uh, approximately a million dollars. One million then his first year, and then everything's backloaded.
1: Everything's backloaded where it's going to be 20, 25 plus after this year. This year, he's probably going to serve a suspension, whether it's two games, four games, six games, eight games, well, whatever. Those yeah. game checks are going to be significantly lower than what they would be every other year in the contract. Dem- like demonstrably lower. Plus like, he got an
0: enormous signing bonus, so it's not like he's waiting for the money. Exactly. So, right. So, yeah, they, they, it's, it's the same way the gutless. Patriots did it with the Flake Gate. They restructured um, Brady's contract so that his per game money right. was really low. You're right. They knew he was going to eat a suspension. Right. And, yep. But the, the, flake gate, the, the Flake Gate, which, by the way, is mm-hmm. about nothing. Nothing.
2: It's about nothing. It's, it's like a, it's it, about a ball being at nine point eight psi versus right. a ball being at ten point four psi. Right. It's a, and there was no more conspiracy a, and smoke than anything. It was the stupidest yeah. fucking. Right. It it's it's it.
0: Frankly, is the OJ kidnapping case because we didn't get you on we didn't get you on videotaping the Rams. We didn't frac- get you on Spygate. Uh, we didn't get you on Spygate. But we're going to make a big deal out of this stupid thing that doesn't really matter because it's Roger
1: Goodell. He can only handle shit that doesn't matter. What does the Cleveland situation have to do with everything we've talked about here today? It's all at the expense of women. Of women.
2: It's all the
3: everything the NFL
2: does is at the expense of women. The way they Washington, Cleveland.
3: Well, I think you guys said it best earlier. The Cleveland Browns are the best (laughs) in the NFL at supporting women. And Sean Watson is their quarterback. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and by and by, right. and by is the way, because the NFL is taking no action against the Sean Watson. Nope. They're leaving it up to the teams.
0: They'll, they'll suspend him four they'll, games. They'll give him right. They'll yeah. give him four games. But they didn't do it last year. Hey. They could have put him on the commissioner's exempt list.
3: Browns make the Super Bowl and
0: didn't do it.
2: I watched. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. If, the, if the Browns make the Super Bowl, I'm not Bowl watching with the, the Sean Browns watch game. With the, Sean. I'm not watching it to How do you like? If how do you watch any game with the Sean Watson as the quarterback like? You know, it's hard to watch Steelers games with Roethlisberger as the quarterback, and that was twenty years ago. And that was twenty years ago. Like this is last year. And and, and, and what you are going to get, what you are going to get, same here. I've always liked the Browns. I've always the Browns and the Jets have a very similar lineage of being shitty forever. If the Browns make the Super Bowl this
1: year, which you are going to get, and I don't know what network has the game, but the. The big pregame thing is going to be whether it's Aaron Andrews or Tracy Wolfson or whomever is going to have a sit down with Deshaun Watson at 5:30 right before kickoff when people are just getting in front of the TV and it's going to be a big. It's just going to be, I don't want to say circle, but just
2: it's it's y- yeah. No, it's going to be a circle. And and what you're you to, know, and what they're going to talk about is
1: what
0: he's learned and how he's and, and and how he's been able to work past the distractions and still be yeah. perform. And yep. and that's how it's going to be viewed. Um, you know, and and I mean, hell, they do it with the the, the Washington football team. It's been a, you know, this I situation's mean, been a distraction. Oh, it's a, you've been distracted by just, the fact that all the women who work for you, you are not, sexually harassed. Hold on, just to go oh, back to the yeah. NBA
2: for a second. I mean, Jesus Christ, Doris Burke was like sexually harassed by Drake. <laughs> do you remember that interview <laughs> when Drake was like, "I want to eat that ass"? Like he was like uh, being really vulgar with a Doris Burke interview. Who, like, do you, who do you penalize? The Raptors or like Kentucky? Get or the, Raptors. the Raptors! The so. Raptors! The Raptors gave them season tickets. Yeah. Right, they gave them
1: season
0: tickets.
2: They
1: yeah. gave them season <laughs> tickets. I, that was no knock. I just want to clarify. It was no knock on Aaron Andrews or Tracy Wolfson. Just that those networks are going to put a female reporter, a female reporter, in that impossible situation.
0: Impossible situation. So they're going to have to like and, vindicate want, and validate. And this they will
1: not thing. allow them to do. They will
0: not allow them to do. They uh, follow allow, up They will not allow questions. They will not allow or, a single question. Yes.
2: About yeah. the sexual assault, he,
0: he he will well he'll get he I'm sure because ESPN will do this get pre approval for all the questions Yep. because they're 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 they 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 don't have business without the NFL and the NFL is incredibly thin skinned so yeah it's so the reality is to put a bow on this that Lisa Olson went through this horrifying experience which should have taught us a lot of things and no one bothered to learn anything. Because rich men continued to ma- got richer, and they didn't give a shit about anything else.
2: It 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 just goes to show the culture of sports and the culture of broadcast journalism. And this is not something that is, um, explicitly related to sports. I mean, LBJ would meet with female reporters in the bathroom where he could talk about his dick. Like <laughs> this is not it, this is not just a sports problem. This is not just a political problem. It's in a media establishment problem where the establishment is largely white men who find excuses for other white men behaving poorly but never find justifications for their female reporters who are subjected to horrifying conditions. They never find a justification for their actions, but they always find a justification for the man's actions.
1: The initial response in 1990. Instead of setting like a new standard, it, it was it really be, was nothing but just a harbinger of, of of things to come. She
2: received death threats. I mean, and they've
1: essentially aided and abetted this behavior, and it all starts with the lack of a reaction thirty two years ago.
0: She had to change her phone number three times in three months because she got so many obscene phone calls and death threats. Yeah, it, it's and look, I mean, Boston didn't cover itself in glory there, of course, but there's just no leadership from the leagues or from the media. Saying, yeah, we're not putting up with this. And it's just not, it's not, and it's never going to happen. As
2: we wrap up, let me ask this question. Well,
3: before you get there, (coughs) earlier you guys said a line, and I just, I'll cut this out if I have to. In 1994, she used the term mind rape.
1: Yeah. No, at the time she said, at the time. Yeah. Which is like 1990. 1990. 1990 1990 1990. Yeah. Sorry.
3: That is a term I think today we can define. But to say that 30
1: years ago... Pre-social media.
0: Pre-social pre- media. Pre-just
3: uh-huh. our... our, our, <coughs> our
0: Pre-understanding um, of a PTSD. Really, I mean... Mental P- health uh,
3: and, yeah. and, and the term rape. And, and, like, the term rape at that time meant a lot more, I think, like, not to... that it does today. Like, we... For her to say that happened in a locker room... I don't know. You guys said it earlier, and you guys said it a couple times, but it was... It, it, it just and we can, and, and, and it By just, the way, it, I just wanted to say that to no. You guys, it just, we can it, also, no. No. I we, think before we wrap, we should do. No, have done enough political push. No, keep keep this in because I think and keep. This, well, last
2: week was all political, so I don't feel too bad about okay. that. And and keep in me saying keep this in, <laughs> but keep this in because I think it is. You bring up a good point of like mental, the mental effects of this type of harassment, this type of borderline assault in the nineties was viewed as just women being difficult. Like, why are they just being difficult? And now we have a little bit of a greater understanding of it where the mental effects, the PTSD effects that this probably had. I mean, Andrew, you said it before. She hasn't talked about this for 30 years. She refuses to talk about this. The fact is she's probably still traumatized. I'm sure she is. I would would like
1: to think that if a similar, because there's, they're out there across all four major professional sports. Female beat writers that are, obviously, there's not much lacrimaxis in COVID, but if if somebody, exper- if a female journalist experienced what um, Lisa Olsen experienced in 1990, in 2022, I would like to think maybe the response would be, you know, I, some rightful... Hold on, I'd like to... The, of, of, a, of a singular, of a female journalist being again mind raped quote unquote of of having just players flaunt their fucking uh, stuff in their face and but I don't I don't know that I'd like to think that I, I don't think the response there, I don't that.
2: think there would have been a better institutional response. Like I don't think the NFL would They'd have... be pressured, but the pre- but outside pressure. I think exactly. I think a a good, well, there would have been there would have been a greater public pressure yeah. because there you know, would the be so, there would be it, cell phone it, videos. It, it'd, of it. be, it'd be on Twitter, right? It'd, well, be it'd be on be, Twitter. There'd hey. be cell phone videos. Yes. Of it, so you'd have to watch it. So there like, would there'd be a greater public pressure, but I still think the NFL would just wait us out. And you know, you know what?
3: Cell phone videos of plenty of men abusing women. Brett Favre sending dick pics to an intern reporter. And what happened to Brett Favre? He still he's got fucking.
2: Commercials. Levi's commercials right. like I, Wrangler. I, you know Wrangler. in, in, in Wrangler, terms please. of
0: in terms of <laughs> the difference i actually think the difference would be about as big as the difference that we saw between uh, Anita Hill and Christine Blassie, uh, a, who, Blasey a, who who Ford, who Christine Blasey Ford not a big difference. accused uh, Brett Kavanaugh of rape uh credibly nothing changed literally nothing changed that that everyone rallied to power because people rally to power. The powerful rally to protect one another. And I mean, obviously, I think it would probably be, I would like to think that fewer players, I think the difference would be that there are very many fewer players who are going to do that because they've grown up in a culture of women. I think, reporters. I think
2: other players would have stopped that.
0: You'd like to think so.
2: Yeah, I, I like to think that like...
0: But you know, I haven't heard too many players coming out and condemning Deshaun Watson.
2: I haven't heard too many players coming out and condemning Cam Newton. I mean, I didn't. I missed that story. There was nobody talking about that. That's
1: why who didn't condemn Cam Newton was his head coach, Matt Rule, who still thinks, I want him back on this team, this and that. I think the world of him is a person. Fuck you. You know, take that. <laughs> so as we move
0: from the locker room to the highest courts back to our daily lives, unfortunately... This has been the Bill Bradley Collective.